2: This is in the locker room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio, presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F one hundred and fifty is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers.
3: We've been going through these laws of losses, um, and uh, you know, there's an eagerness to, you know, get this bad taste out of your mouth. Um, got two weeks to really. Dive in and see what's going on. Um, a lot of times, you don't get to address all the problems you want to do because you got to move on to the next opponent. You know they're going to hit you and those, those. But now we get to really sit back and see what the hell is going on, and um, I'm looking forward to diving into that.
2: All right, that was Captain Cam, of course, talking about what you know what a bye week means, right? And and the fact that you want to get this. Salty, terrible, whatever <laughs> your taste is that you that you don't like out of your mouth um, and get back to it, but you realize the necessity of taking a step back because now it allows you to see things a lot clearer because there's not that deadline of Sunday, right? There's you can't not that turn the deadline. page just
3: to turn the page, right?
2: Yeah, you can't do it, but you, now, now you have that break in the book that now says, okay, I can go back and read some of the notes from the previous weeks. I can go back and watch this film more critically because it's not just kind of a, a rinse and get ready to repeat, right? Right. You can now take a breath and take a step back, evaluate film more critically. And I, I want I kind of want to talk, Wolf, in this segment about what the bi-week checklist looks like, right? What, what, what are you trying to accomplish along this week and then of course leading into what the next game week will be, because obviously one of the biggest things is time off, right? Which yep. when I say when I say time off, is you get to let your body heal. You don't have to ramp it up and say, Hey, we need to be ready by Saturday. Whatever that new hundred percent is, I need that available to me. Now you can you can say, you know what, I can heal in this time frame, right? right? That ache, that pain, that shoulder, that knee, that back, I can now take this time to legitimately get the treatment I need to get me back, reset, and refocus for the season. So my first thing on on, on the bi-week checklist is time off, time to heal.
3: I guess what what I wrote was get right. Same yes. thing. It's a, it's, a, it's a process of getting right. It's a process of – Kind of deloading, because for a lot of people that don't understand, if you've never been in a, in a concentrated weight training environment, you build successively over the weeks, over the weeks, build, 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 and then you have to have a deload week so that your body has a chance to, like, recuperate, reset, and um, be able to get right, in essence. Well, the same thing happens in the process of building a team you know week by week you're adding some things you're just, uh, subtracting some things and you're building and you're taking on more and more with uh, you know the attrition of body parts and everything else and wear and tear and at some point you got to have a little deload let some of the steam off i call it get call it getting right but we're talking the same language
2: no we, we are and i think and i think that's the most important thing right yes between that Heal up. deload get right yes time off time to heal um, process that's the biggest thing because <clears throat> you need to be physically available before you can do anything else yeah <laughs> <You're> right <laughs> it always
3: helps doesn't it
2: <laughs> that it kind of helps in the process that you are actually physically able and ready to go when it when, when when it is go time and you do know when go time is because we set that schedule way back in may so you, so you know what where each of those 17 board meetings are going to hit mm-hmm. <laughs> um along the way um but another one that i want to look at wolf and i think this is kind of just as important is self-evaluation self-scout yeah go look at what the sum of your 2022 resume is this week this is this this is a huge week where you have the time don't Don't worry about getting ahead on New Orleans, right? Because that's going to be there. That's going to be in game week. Right. This week is about self. This is the self-evaluation process. This is the self-critique week as well. What did I do well in these first eight games? What did I do bad in these first eight games? What do I need to improve on from these first eight games? And that happens in this week of the bye week. So this is a very critical self-evaluation when you're taking care of self with the get right and the time off time to heal portion of it. I think self-evaluation and self-scouting is just as, uh, is just as critically important.
3: Absolutely. I think there's three, there's three separate sections to this. you got the players. you got to self-assess. You know, if I'm Akella Witherspoon, i got to know, first of all, I'm fully capable of making that play. He knows it. It's not like he suddenly didn't disremembered remember how to play a go route along the sidelines. It's not like he hasn't shown his capabilities in the past, nor is it about all of a sudden he's got no uh, talent left over. It's about what did I do in the critical moments as I'm going down the sidelines? Was I able to use the out-of-bounds as a 12th defender? Was I able to um, transition in coverage trying to locate the ball while running with man did I snap my head around did I reach for his hands when his hands went up all those things those little key things he's got to self-assess I'm just using Akello as for me it was I remember in Miami it was okay when I had to do myself scouting all right it was I didn't I didn't pick up the Mo, Mo and Mike U games okay it was as yeah. simple as that and I had to work on that And for Akello, that's got to be a process where he gets in the mental lab, that's being in the theater of your mind, and you start to go over all the fundamentals of what you need to do to make a successful play on the ball at the critical juncture down the sidelines. That's one thing. The second thing is the coaches, they have to do their sort of self-assess, right? They've got to assess themselves how they're coaching, who's making progress, this and that, and is there anything they need to add or subtract to give them greater ability to be able to uh you know perform. For instance, I heard Russell Wilson say he went and he talked to his coach and he said one thing I need, I need more 7 on 7. More 7 on 7. Okay? Russell Wilson he needs more of that. Seven-on-seven seven is a basic staple of the offense and practice that you do, and it gives you better time to be able to judge your receivers you know, and, and create that timing. So stuff like that, that's something that the coaches have to do along with the players. And then the scouting department. The scouting department, as I understand it, Max, they scout, self-scout all along, looking to see are you tipping anything? Are you too dependent on one formation? Are you too dependent on a personnel grouping? Are you too dependent on this or that? So – the self-scouting, the coaches scouting, and the players self-assessing—these are all part and parcel of what we need to accomplish this week. Would you say not?
2: Oh, absolutely! I think that <clears throat> that's one of the key things that you have to do is understand what it is. And it's not to say, "Oh, I'm going and I'm beating myself up." No, no that's not it. No, <clears throat> it, it's about being a pro. It's, it's about it's about getting right. It's about getting yourself. Back to center. Yeah. Right? Getting yourself back to a place where you understand who you are as a player and what you where and where you need to grow. Because if you if you don't find anything wrong or anything to grow on, then you might as well go ahead and move on to the next venture or the next chapter of your life. Yeah. Like that's the beauty of football. Football gives you a weekly litmus test it gives you that instant tactile (laughs) feedback, right? Boy, does it ever. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no greater proving ground than being in professional sports because you get to see what guys have done and what they've become out of this process. As I gain experience, how do I become more efficient, right? Right. Because when you're young, it's blind dog in a meat house. You're just running for the sake of running. I got to run because I got this energy. I got to get it out of my system. Whereas you then transition to the more discerning you know, individual, the more discerning player where it's like, okay, I know what this looks like because I've seen this before. I need to just relax and let the action come to me. Or if I'm going to deliver the action, expect what their reaction is going to be to it and then counteract that. That's where true pros really shine above everyone else is having that sense of self is having that engagement with your own mind with your own body and letting it come together so that you can go out and perform at your best with less baggage because the first eight weeks of the season good bad or indifferent you have gained baggage along the way now it's time to throw the trash out or you could be the 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 the, the mindful recycler And go and sift through and decide what each category is and can this really be recycled or do I just need to put it in the trash? I mean, that's what this week is and that's what, you know, I say self-evaluation, self-scouting. That's what that's about, right? It's the person that's not just putting everything in a bag and throwing it in the trash can because there are some good things you're going to miss. But at the same time, being willing to go through the process of sorting it out being able to mentally justify it in your brain. And then, of course, you still have the coaches accessible to you, right? Right. And they're going to coach um, <laughs> under more – sorry, I had to, t- had to take that young. Couldn't do it. Um, you, you t- I know. See, I got, I got it. But, yeah. But it's having the coaches there that also can assist you in that process, right? Because, you know, I talked about my experiences as a young player and having a veteran room. I didn't necessarily have access to the coach. So I had Barrett Brooks, who helped me understand how to watch film, how to break it down, and how to not only self-scout, self-evaluate myself, but further break down my opponent and understand what he's trying to accomplish. Because once you can get into the mind of the person you're going against, that that's, that's when you've got the cheat code, right? Right. When you understand what their responsibilities are defensively within – the construct of whatever front they put in front of you and understanding what they can and can't do, that now takes you to a position that you can now have your own process of elimination, right? I don't go into every single play with 15 different passes that I'm going to use, right? Right. I can now come in with, hey, you give them the number one, right? The The good, the, the, the good and plenty. And then you come up with two alternatives off of that, right? They're sold out. All right, I'm switching to something else. Okay, he gave me this. I have this to combat that. And you break that menu down into more easier bites to, A, remember, but also when you study enough, you know, things start coming to you naturally based off of just mental feedback. And so for you to know who you are, that's going to better equip you <clears throat> to be a better teammate but also be a stronger opponent against the opposition.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it, it, it's important. The, the mentorship that occurs in each room with the veterans, the young people, is all part of a learning process, and that will continue on. And I think it's important. You know, I remember the, great, the late, great Mike Webster telling me, you know, when uh, I was getting a little bit of heat from uh, my line coach, Raleigh Dodge, you know, and on, on the side I was just like, man, he's just on me so hard. And he was like, hey, he's just trying to be helpful, but here's the thing about it. you got to take the good stuff. And you got to tuck that away, and you got to work on it. The rest of it, he said, you got to let it flow like water off a duck's butt. You know? I mean, you just yeah. cannot take it personally. You just know that, um, you know, back in the day, they coached really hard. It's a little bit different now, I think, uh, a little bit different uh, from the – well, I remember when Raleigh – when Tunch got hurt up at training camp, and Raleigh looked down at him as he was laying on the ground rolling around because he, he drilled his shoulder or something like that, and he goes, you deserve to be hurt. <laughs> You know, it was a little bit different yeah. coaching back then.
2: Exactly. And then he like did did he like shift some du- some dirt his way, said rub this on it, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, pretty he did much. That, right after. that was pretty <laughs> much yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just rub
3: some dirt on it. Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah. But but I think but I think that's also wolf, right? That that's that's the other thing is you've got to, like you said, let things go. And I think that leads me to my third point, which is take time off to Breathe. That's another key thing. Yeah. I know we I know we've talked about the healing and self scouting, but take time off from yourself mentally to breathe. Because sometimes we hold our breath from week to week. Yeah. And we never really get to relax. And so you're always at a tense, excited, you know, type of friction ridden state that sometimes you have to remove yourself and just take that time to calmly reset your mind you know whatever that is if that if that is just when i'm not at the practice facility and i'm not doing my team stuff i am an antique teapot collector i don't know i'm picking something (laughs) crazy uh but you know and i and i like going to thrift stores and look at different teapots listen if that's your bag that's your bag right but or or if it is just relaxing reading a book or just doing nothing, right? You know, I think all of those things, or taking a quick little mini vacation just to reset and recharge your mind. You know, all of those things are very necessary for for guys. The mental health aspect of it cannot be said enough. So it's taking that break mentally. I think that's also very, very important.
3: I would agree. And you know what? I never really understood it at the time. I do now in retrospect. I was one of those guys. I had a hard time backing off. Now, for instance, Tunch Ilkin, right? Tunch would. A lot of times, I remember Tunch saying, "Yeah, we're. What are you doing on the bye week? Well, I'm taking the family. We're going somewhere. They got a cabin. Doing this or that. You know what I mean? He got away from it, and I was like, I don't know how you can do that. I'm like, I'm just like too wound up. And I, I only now do I realize years down the road. I was doing a disservice to myself that while I was thinking that I was getting right, that I was doing all the things that I needed to do, part and parcel of getting right is to back off and let the, the steam, the pressure gauge inside, let it deload, take that pressure off, and then be able to you know regroup and then come back the next week. But if you don't take that time, if you don't specifically try to make a little bit of room for yourself on that weekend, you miss a great opportunity to just kind of let things settle a little bit and then you see things clearer and you're able to come back and, and get after it I think with greater enthusiasm than you went into the bye week and I think that's going to be important. I think you're, you're right on about that. That is something that, you know, by, for like I said, for myself, I wish I had taken better advantage of it in a proper way and that meant getting away from football rather than staying locked in and, and trying to you know, push my way through.
2: Yeah, it, it, and it, it's it's so crazy that it's that productive, even though it seems counterintuitive, right? Yeah, man, why are you stepping away from this and taking this time? No, every guy has to do that because you continue to fill, 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 and you don't <clears throat> you don't parse through it and find the good stuff and keep the good stuff in there. And you're keeping in a lot of bad with it. Now you're just now you're just a ticking time bomb, as far as mentally and your spirit and and how you're going to mentally engage. You've got to be able to pull away, take a look from a thirty thousand foot view, and say, you know what, <clears throat> I am okay. I'm going to figure this out. I need this time for myself to get back to myself because you know we're so ingrained with the ritual and the process of being almost robotic in our in our response and just the the way that we've conditioned ourselves that you can lose that this is a chance for you to kind of remove the helmet and shoulder pads and become just you as a person right Craig Wolfley the man Max Starks the man, right? you have to be able to go th- and find those things within yourself because you don't want to wrap yourself within that identity, especially when that identity going into its break is not so great. Now, <laughs> it's going to be tough going out in, in the public world right, um, right. of Steeler Nation there in Pittsburgh, but I think it, it's something that has to be done in measured doses, but spend this time relaxing your brain. If you want to get caught up on English Premier League soccer because you haven't watched it, um and you're a huge man. You or Man C and blah 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 <laughs> all, all those British naming sounding uh, places. Right. Um. You want to make sure that you, that you do that. You you explore what your passions are. You explore what you know. You can use as a safe, effective way to decompress. Like decompress. all of those things are. Ner- yeah. are, are yes. Are are natural. And they should be expected. You're not expected to be on 24-7. No human is. And you have to recognize that it's okay that you're taking time for yourself and not feel guilty about it, right? Or not made to feel guilty about that because it's going to help you be a better teammate moving forward for this second-half push if I'm right mentally, right? I'm right up in the gourd. I'm right up in, in in my head in my space to be able to say, you know what? Whew. All right, we, it was a heck of a ride, wasn't it? You know, I feel like that uh, that Ron Burgundy, you know, in the, in the first movie, where you're sitting there drinking the beer in the office. Well, well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> guess what they guess what they were doing in that moment when they were talking about and recapping it? They were de-stressing. They were trying to give themselves that self-evaluation but yet in a relaxed environment to where you could absorb everything that's just happened, right? Right. You know, we, before you talk about Brick walking around with a hand grenade and, and throwing a Triton at somebody, you know? I mean, you have to be able to have those moments where you self-evaluate, you look at your teammates and everybody else, but it's also about yourself taking that moment. So that beer that Ron Burgundy drank, that's him de-stressing. That's him <laughs> decompressing about the frenzy of, for us, that was the first eight games of the season, and understanding where we are as a squad so that we can move forward on a cleaner slate with a lot more positives on the board instead of all those minuses, and that's what you have to do uh, to feel good about it. But Wolf, that was uh, that was our first three. First what? Uh, I want to step aside. First three on our bye oh, week yeah. checklist. Okay. Yeah, that was that. Yeah. So <laughs> I thought I'm, you said first three. I'm going up. free.
3: What's free?
2: Well, wait a second. What, what's free? I, I want, I want three of those. If, it is. <laughs> yeah. if, it's, free, if it's free, it's me. Uh, yeah, exactly. Free ninety nine is the is the best price. Um, but we're gonna step aside now one more time. Uh, well, actually, we have two two more breaks up. But we're gonna step aside on this one. We're gonna continue down this path and looking at that, and also breaking down some some of the still some of the game stuff. I know you still have a lot of those um, to get to, and I want to make sure we also do that as well um but this is a bi-week edition of in the locker room you know good bad and mixed bi-week with the good edition. bad and the ugly you sound so professional bi-week edition you know I, I mean i i get these notes and you know these thoughts and i just sometimes you just throw it out there right like an experiment you just want to see if it sticks go baby go um, yeah but we're gonna stick we're gonna stick to this break i do want to make sure everybody knows you can subscribe to of course the Wesley Euler Steelers week in review. He is going to review this game and obviously, probably preview the bye since we don't have a game. That's normally how this how this, how this podcast works. He it drops tomorrow, of course, along with Tomless Presser. But go check it out, subscribe, like, and uh, and give him your thoughts because uh, we know we 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 love him. Uh, he's a great ninja for us and a great engineer. But uh, you are in the locker room. Wolf and Starship, step aside and come back here on ESPN. and and Okay,
1: quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. This is
2: In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I thought we were too penalized. Um, I'll look at those penalties. Um, Some of them I thought was questionable, but that's life. Um, But neither here nor there. I just thought the penalty component of it and our inability to keep a lid on it Um, with Steelers versus Steelers, and when you're playing good people like this
3: group, um, you know, you're not going to put yourself in position to do the things you need to do. Well, that was Mike Tomlin talking about penalties. Knowing that you had nine penalties in that game, you certainly did not help yourself. And of course, anytime you have pre-snap penalties, that's a matter of concentration. That's a matter of putting yourself behind the eight ball before you even get a chance to do anything. And so, those are the type of things that I'm talking about. You got You got to work on. One of them is uh, George Pickens got a pass interference call. This is a learning process for another young buck. You know, this is the the, the really the price of doing business. All right, you're out there. You got to learn what you can get away with and what you can't get away with. You know what I'm talking about. Um, it's a matter of understanding that any time when you are running an out pattern or back shoulder and you extend your arms at shoulder height. You know what I mean? That's going to get seen. They're going to see that. You know, and so you've yeah, got to make yeah. sure you're you're a little more subtle in your push-off. You know, a professional push-off is a little bit more subtle than an arm-extended collegiate type of push-off. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that, but that's one of the things I think, you know, is important is that, just like Kenny Pickett is learning along the way, George yeah. Pickett is, is learning at the very same time. Thank you. About yes. what he can't do because he is another rookie. He is another one <laughs> that every rep is a new experience at this stage. And also, you have to remember, this is a guy who essentially had you know a year um, before where he did not get to really compete until the end of the year. And it was kind of like, a case by case basis in those last couple of games of the season, right? Um, and he wasn't a main fixture as what he is becoming here in Pittsburgh. And he's got to learn how, like you said, how to do business in the NFL. You can't just run into the bank and yell, "Oh my gosh, I got this check. I need to get it cash right now because this is a good amount." Of-. You you don't do that, right? Hmm. You walk up to the teller, you write your little form out, you slide it to him. And you just sit there peacefully, right? Uh, whereas in college, you know, with the NIL and everything else, yeah, it's great to talk about and brag about everything. But you have to do it a little bit different. And I think the same thing is, like, the rules are different in the NFL. When you make a catch on the sidelines, guess how many feet have to be down? It has to be two. Right. In college, you can get away with one. So that's another thing that you get used to, just like the penalties. What are side judges and back judges and everybody looking at on a given play, what's the perspective and what can I possibly get away with and not get away with, (laughs) you know, what is, what is an obvious penalty? What is a questionable gray area penalty Um, where you need the review? Um, All of those things are things that George Pickens is learning along the way. And for good, better, and different more often than not, you want to get to more, you know, the Deandre Hopkins school of penalty uh, receiving, Versus penalty giving, um, because you look at DeAndre Hopkins, and I'm only using an example because he's a guy I see out here more frequently. Um, you know, with my Cardinals coverage, obviously with your brother, right? But the the dude draws penalties left and right. Like it's 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 insane the hidden yardage that he creates for his offense just by running a route. Um, and that's where that's where you want to get to, um, you know, because. You want to draw the PI instead of giving the PI um, every single time. But there's ways to do it. There's ways that you run your routes. There's ways that you release from press coverage, from some jams, how you get out of the breaks on rub routes. like All of that matters, and that's where it becomes the self-evaluation, self-critiquing part of it to learn those things, you know, you know, as the old adage goes, if you, hey, listen, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But
3: if you ain't cheating, as, you ain't competing. <laughs> there,
2: there it is. See, there it is. Um, and I think that's what you have. That's what you have to do. But within the rules and the constructs of the game, you want to make sure that you're doing everything you can to be the best teammate possible. I think that's what it boils down to, and that's something that you know, like 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 Coach Thomas said, you take a look at him. But, I mean, there was 17 penalties total in this game accepted, if I'm not correct. There was eight also on the the Philly side of it. So, yeah, there was a lot of penalties. And nobody ever wants to have that many penalties, period. But the fact that this entire crew was throwing flags with reckless abandonment is also something you don't want to have, right? You don't want them – Sitting there enforcing the letter of the law to its exact degree and paragraph at all times is still a human reaction type of deal, and not every situation is so concrete, black and
3: white. You're exactly right. You know, and again, it comes down to having to return to the prospect of having some of the zebras come down to the south side and start watching practice again so that you are inherently conscious of what you're doing out there because i don't care what anybody says as soon as the zebras show up then you start to really get fundamentally sound in your mind like paying attention you're trying to obviously beforehand uh, you know as you go through practice do the, the right stuff but just the fact that you know you're being watched and that you can be called out right at that moment in time they throw the flags down there just like they do in a game and so that just helps you in your concentration levels, and it, it's obviously at some point here you you need some help because your three uh, pre-snap penalties are wait are too much. They're three too much. You know you just and I, I know that Najee was talking about this last week as he pointed out in some uh, uh, some of the uh, you know the articles he was quoted in in the uh, paper this morning. But he was talking about it last week. Pre-snap penalties again being a problem, and again that's something. Hey, I know what it's like to, <laughs> to jump off sides. I know what it's like to uh, get down the field a little bit too early on a, on a screen pass. It's unfortunate, but you got to learn from it and you can't keep making the same mistake. The important thing is that you learn from it and you don't keep re- reoccurring with the same sort of uh, whatever it is that you got flagged on. You got to make sure you learn.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. It's a learning process. And like I said, just like when you walk into class for the first time as a kid and, and the teacher puts a multiplication sign up there on the board. Like, we're going to learn multiplication today, kids. Whoa, 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 whoa. I thought we were on addition and subtraction. Why is that plus side turned on its side, teacher? <laughs> Tell me that. And I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa! I just figured figured out. You know, five plus six is eleven. Now you're telling me five times six is thirty. What? I don't know how. How did you? It turned and why did it change? <laughs> uh, but but that but that's the process essentially. What you're learning in the NFL, right? You're learning that there are different ways of solving problems. There's different ways to get the determined product or target value. And I think that's what you know, that we're seeing live, right? It's like, it's like having a live cam inside of a classroom and watching, you know, watching young kids learn new things um, while, you know, in live real time. And I think that's what we're getting with, especially a lot of our rookies, is learning things in real time, taking this knowledge and trying to make it a repetitive act. And so that you can have it down cold to where, you know, like when you learn that multiplication table, now you can give me anything from one through 12, you know, any, any combination within it once you learn it. But right now it's taking it in sections. It's taking it in pieces and trying to make sure you're good with the twos. You're good with the threes so that you can now work towards the four, fives, fives and sixes. Um, that's, that's how this process is. And so it's slow. It's agonizing because normally you have a bunch of vets, that are sprinkled in there that take away from you know that learning curve and it being so front forward for everything, you know you think about when Ben was a rookie right, you know he got to learn a lot easier because you had a Hall of Fame running back behind, you. yeah, you had you had guys that that are should be the Hall of Fame on that line in front of blocking for you. You've got a tight end that's been in this league. You've got wide receivers who are veterans, and you're just inserting as that one piece as opposed to having multiple pieces. Like, even when I think about it. And you had, you had know, a great
3: defense, too.
2: And the, Yeah, and I hadn't gotten to the defense. Yeah. The defense <laughs> side of the ball was a top-five squad. Right. It littered with tremendous all-pros and pro bowlers and Hall of Famers on it. So you were inserting as just one piece that had to kind of catch up to speed, but you had other things to cover it up. Along the way, right? You had a solid run game that you that you could hang your hat on and allow for a a, a more limited uh, passing window to be good enough. But when you don't have that run game, when you do have, you know, a rookie at quarterback, a rookie at receiver, a second year guy at tight end, a second year guy at left tackle, a second year guy as a running back, that makes it a lot more daunting. That yeah. makes it a lot tougher because we're all learning together at different paces and levels and when you get to the test you realize some guys you know are on division but we're back at multiplication and some guys are still at addition and subtraction and you're trying to put it all together to make sure everybody can function on the same page and I think that's what is the frustrating part for all of us watching and experiencing it live even though all of this is valuable and foundational for future success.
3: Absolutely. Well, you know what? It's time to go to break, Max, but when we come back, oh. I, what I think we ought to do, I, what okay. I would like to do, I'd like to talk a little bit about 14, 15-play drives and why I think they're important. And, the fact, I understand that, it, that you need some chunk plays, explosive plays, not, not, not essentially at the cost of being able to ball control. Time of possession yeah. is still important.
2: Absolutely. All right. Well, time of possession is important, but also calling a, a good timeout can also help in the middle of those 14 <laughs> to 15 play drives. And that's what we're going to do here in the locker room with Wolf and Starks on SNR and ESPN
3: Radio. Max and and, and all of this, we know it's about young guys. We know they got uh, veterans there. We know that collectively as a group, um, they did go into Philadelphia. They did not accomplish what they wanted. So much of it started badly when you go out there and you get uh, bombed in the first half with three passing plays of, oh, it was, uh, what, 34, 29, and 27 yards, I believe it was. Um, (laughs) It's not going to end well. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. and, and and again, learning from this is going to be a situation. But you know, there's some people that are saying, "Well, now Kenny, just uh, hey, listen, the 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 die is is cast. All right, you you you've moved forward with with Kenny. It's you got to stay with Kenny. I believe in my mind, Kenny's got to be able to step it up and do the things that he's doing at a better, higher level. But I got to tell you something. I'm pretty dead gum. Happy with what I've seen thus far in a lot of areas. The young man has acquitted himself well, and certainly it's not to be all laid on his lap. He's He's got to improve, yeah, but a lot of other people have to improve as well on both sides of the ball.
2: Hey, football's a team sport, Wolf. There you
3: go. <laughs> and yep. so,
2: yeah, I think I think you're absolutely correct. I think this is a team that has to get better. It's not... An individual now they're individuals along the way that have to grow and have to get better at points but it's like you said it's not squarely on anybody's lap um it is it is it, you know the blame pie gets spread around evenly and I think that's
3: we're back to pies again
2: I know I know so, but, okay fine you, I you love them I can go I, I can go pizza though I can huh? go pizza. that's oh that's true that's true yeah, exactly because it's still a pizza pie you know what I'm saying that's it italiano is a pizza pie but um but I think I think that that's what it is it's you know we're gonna look at individual performances right and I think in the era of fantasy football stats and guys just looking at raw numbers to justify if somebody has been good or bad. Um, We lose sight of that. And I think people tend to dole out criticism more readily uh, without a critical review and a critical lens because they want to have a justification for things not going great. And, you know, just like I tell people, you know, about the combine, like the combine is stat gathering, to justify your position, hmm. right? Whether you like a guy, it makes you fall in love with him. Or whether you don't like a guy, you can find a number for that too. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, I, right. The numbers can be parsed and twisted to that. But like you said, but when you watch the tape, when you watch the, the the review and you go through the process of evaluation as a whole, you see something a little bit different. You pick out the positives, but you also see where the negatives are and you classify them and categorize them based as such. And I think that's the important part. And that's why I also think the bye week is so important because now you can be that guy that can organize and collate things and put them in groups and create a bar graph if you want to, or a, a pie chart. Um, that was low hanging fruit that I grabbed for myself. Um, <laughs> it was delicious. Um, but but that that's what you get to do in this bye week. And you can and like Coach Thomas said, I gotta go back and watch the film, right? I'm I'm still processing this in the moment, but I gotta go back and watch the film. That's what we all have to do. That's what I'm gonna do. That's what you that's what you've done and yep. been doing and going to do, Wolf. And I we're gonna we're gonna be looking at the last couple of games and trying to see, okay. What could this identity be if we take the goods and put them all together, right? We craft a plan for that and eliminate the, 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 the unworkables, right? right? Some of the places just like, just throw that in the trash. Like, I I just I know that one just never needs to come back to life. And then there's other ones where it's like, man, if we could just work this a little bit more, we could add this to the repertoire because it's right on the brink of, of, of breaking something big. And so I think that's all of the things that, that you get to do, but it takes time. Young guys take time. This is this is not the easy bake oven or a microwave that you can just throw the couple ingredients together, heat it up, and it'll be great. Or you're heating up leftovers. Like we're creating the process of building something that's going to be long standing, right? Creating a standard, right? When you look at, on oh, what those random websites like Pinterest. I I, know I go on Pinterest a lot. My wife goes on Etsy. But you look <laughs> at it and you look at it for 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 a uh, for a recipe. That recipe is usually tried and true. That's why they have a comment section. You know, I'm not going to pick a recipe that has two comments on it. I'm going to pick a recipe that's had 500 comments on it to see what the average is and see if this is something we can work. That's what the guys are building towards. And that's what that's what you have to also take away from, you know, when you watch this game, look at the good as well as the bad. Don't just dwell on the bad. Look at the good as well. Look at how we got there. And I think one of the biggest things was, like you said, long sustainable drives also help. Ending in points, of course.
3: There's no doubt about it. And, I, you know, I, I know some people now they are starting to go, well, you know, you got drives of 15, 13, and 12, but, well, the big but is it didn't land end up in the end zone. That's the biggest thing. You got to finish those drives. But, yeah. hey, I'm happy with 15, 13, and 12 play drives. Do you know what I mean? I mean, they're important. Oh, yeah. You know, the best – Defense, defense is you having the ball keeping the other quarterback sitting as fanny on the bench on the sidelines you can't do any damage there but you can control the time of possession and be able to move along and matriculate your way down the field but you got to make sure you stick it in the end zone you've got to have a higher percentage of the red zone opportunities being taken advantage of and i i just i i just i, I people one time we played in Houston Astrodome, Max. We went on a 13-minute drive, 23 plays. It was unbelievable. It was just – I was I was so lacking oxygen by the end. <laughs> but you know what? If you are, are able to concentrate and be able to take care of – that's what you want. You absorb the whole cl- – the quarter just about, and you, you finish it off as we did, sticking it in the end zone. And that's what I think the biggest thing about this is I hope – as we go through the the bye week that were they're able to come up with being able to get that in their heads and be able to complete the drives with points and not just field goals so but we got to go max so it's time for us to roll buddy
2: yeah absolutely missing any of our show today well feel free to go on Steelers mobile app feel free to go on iheart or any other place where you might get podcasts we're on all those platforms as well catch our show here, The Locker Room, of course, with Wolf and Starks, but also Catch the Standard with Tom and Jacob, Catch the Blitz with Wes and Moats, and also catch The Godfather, who's also going to be dropping a podcast tomorrow and Thursday every week, talking about everything Steelers as well, but also looking f- looking for that Steelers Week in Review, hosted by Wesley Euler. I think all of these are great shows in our SNR lineup. And you can also go to Alexa. Alexa can handle the job, too. Just say, hey, Alexa, turn on SNR on iHeartRadio, and she'll do the rest. But we are here the rest of the week to parse through the straws, but to also (laughs) talk about all the things in the bye week as well. Um, Here in the locker room, of course, he's Craig Wolfley. I'm Max Starks. In the engineering room, it's Ninja Jacob handling business. We'll see you guys. Have a great day. We'll talk tomorrow.
1: Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through four fourteen twenty four 24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a straight-talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto-pay discount.
0: All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts.